There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode five of season four of Winona Earp. Yeah, episode five. It's a part one. Yes. Now, I'm going to say I'm glad they didn't decide that this was like the mid-season finale, because I think everybody would have lost their damn minds. Yes, but knowing Emily, I'm a little afraid for next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think it doesn't matter. We're all going to lose our damn minds anyway. Yes. I'm sure. But still, it's like... Okay, all right, we waited a really long time, and we're going to have a break after next episode, episode six, because COVID kind of screwed a lot of stuff up. Yep. It's like, oh gosh, don't make it be two more years, please. No, No, we know they're working on it, that's for sure. (sighs) I know a lot of them were up in Canada. We actually seen a different show. Supernatural was back to film the last few episodes, which that just makes me sad because that one's ending, but they had 15 seasons. If we can get... 15 seasons that would be amazing but i will be happy if we get one more season right but enough lamenting let's hit some ratings news before we jump into this episode all right episode five brought in a 0.06 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.266 million viewers making it the 104th overall cable show for the day not too bad not great we dropped some first time we've been below 0.07 and we're back under 300,000 viewers so Uh, i think it's all on demand everybody's watching like next day well and i'm sorry to say but it is sunday night and some areas are hitting back to school so people are not able to watch necessarily because they're trying to get their kids in bed and everything else but you shouldn't have your kids watching this anyway i don't know about you but my husband decided to watch with me this episode the whole episode and he's like what is happening oh my (laughs) gosh did she just say what i think she said And then, which we'll get to in just a moment, but yeah, there was a lot of comments coming from him, which I thought was hilarious. And comments coming from me, too. But episode five, Holy War, part one. Trouble at the Homestead leads to payback time for a deadly deal, which I'm going to say now, we still don't know exactly what happened. No. (laughs) That is like, oh, what, what, what happened? Like there was a lot of that happening. Yes. But we start at the homestead, and we have Winona escorting Nicole down a snowy wedding aisle, and they're both dressed in black. And I will say, like, Winona, I was like, damn. Yes. (laughs) I'm like, she looks hot. And then 
my husband decided to look up and he's like, which one are we talking about? But yeah, I'm like, <laughs> thanks. I'm like, yeah, that's true. But I was Melanie's dress. I was like, holy cow. And you've seen the goosebumps. So I'm guessing it was really chilly when she yes. was out there. It may have been real snow. Yeah. Sometimes you wonder. <laughs> we see Nedley standing at the end of the aisle. I'm assuming to serve as the minister, which I thought was a little weird. But then again, we're in purgatory. Of course so. we are. He's probably the only one that could marry them. Probably. <laughs> Jeremy and Doc also present as members of the wedding party. Now, I had a question about that. Okay. Which was the maid of honor and which was <laughs> the groomsman? <laughs> well, you know what? So weird. Yeah, because like, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> things totally different. But I thought it was weird that Doc just had his head down. I'm like, why is his head down and everything's covering his face? I'm like, this is weird, right? Right. And when suddenly I noticed, like, oh, it's a celebration. Why don't you light me up? And she pulls out a cigar. It's like, what? What is happening? Where's Waverly? She's like, oh, she won't be marrying you. Not after what she did. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what the and, hell's going on here? Right. And you had, like, the guests, which none of them look familiar. You would think that at least you'd see, like, Mercedes or some of the people that they've known. Right. Kind of sprinkled in or nope. even our little rachel but she wasn't there either nope little rachel like she's a little tiny kid but you know what i mean yeah <laughs> but everybody is like doing that weird freeze frame like you're laughing and then you're crying and then you're coughing and you're laying out dead it's like wait what is going on <laughs> Like, what kind of weird, weird dream is this? Right. Yeah. Doc with the blood running out of his eyes. Yes. And Nedley's like, ha, 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 no. It's like, what is going? This is weird. Yeah. I was just like really confused with that. I mean, I know it was all artistic and very, very art house there. Yes. But it was like, this is messing with my head. <laughs> yes. But Nicole ends up waking up and she realizes the homestead's on fire. But she couldn't get Waverly to wake up. Now, I'm like, okay, is Waverly like a really deep sleeper? Did somebody drug her? Right. You had to what wonder. Is, yeah, because it seemed really strange. I mean, she didn't even wake up when Nicole like did that fireman's carry of her out the door. No, not at all. So I was like really questioning what was happening. And I kept thinking, okay, Nicole made some deal. Right. That's all we know. Right. But it was to, to make sure that she got Waverly back. So I would think that somehow it was that Waverly had to be safe. So regardless of what the Clantons wanted, I would think somehow that was in there. So that's why I started really questioning, like, what is going on with this? Well, I think as we find out a little later on in the episode, when Ma'am Clanton says she's planning on destroying the herps from within, I don't think you can believe in anything she told Nicole. That is probably more than true. Yeah. So Nicole may think that what ma'am promised was saving Waverly, but that's not in ma'am's plans. Mm. Yeah, that lady is kind of weird, and it just got weirder this episode. And I'm starting to think, who knows, we might have an ally, but we'll get there. We'll right. get there. Let's go back to the homestead and Winona, who is all nestled up snug in her bed in the barn. Which, is it just me or does that barn have like more holes in the wall than, yeah. than it should? I mean, come on. That would just be cold with all those holes. But anyway, Doc apparently is inside. Wynota wakes up, pulls the gun out from under her pillow, and they have their little chat. Now, the question is, did he tiptoe in 
or did they was he there for a while and she just woke up you know how you have that weird feeling like somebody's watching you right i think that was it which i think that would kind of watching her probably for at least an hour oh well that would kind of suck if you didn't notice that You're, yes you know, that gun <laughs> wasn't gonna do you no good i'm just saying yeah with Doc being a vampire and not requiring sleep, that might be a problem. Yeah, now that's a new one. Yeah. Like, I didn't remember them saying that before, that he didn't require any sleep. Right. So that's all sorts of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when, when he says, oh, yes, I've been watching. And she's like, oh, you don't need sleep? He's like, no. It's like, oh, okay. No, I, I've been watching you. It's like, okay, this is getting to the weird side. But, of course, with those two, everything is flirting at this point. And they're about to have their moment until she suddenly takes a whiff and says, did you get another fireman? Yeah. <laughs> and runs outside after she manages to wiggle into those leather pants. Right. Which was another comment that my husband had. How does she wear those things? <laughs> And how the heck did she get into that so quick then? Right. I just have a feeling she's used to them at this point. So it's like, yeah, yeah so you can get into stuff quick sometimes. But holy crap. Yes, the home set is on fire. Thankfully, Nicole, Waverly, and Rachel make it out just in time. And Rachel is coming out with a fire extinguisher, coughing, saying that she did get it. But was it the couch is gone and probably most of her, her porn? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like, huh, what, uh... Okay, that was weird. How do you know where my porn stash is? But well, if she's sleeping in your room. I'm sure she's figured out all your secrets, Winona. <laughs> That's true. And Waverly is still passed out. And I'm watching them like not perform CPR or anything and just like, wake up, wake up. At, at least slap her something. Right. Yes. It's like, oh, I'm just going to poke her. Nobody's doing anything. But she comes up awake and they're trying to figure out okay well who could have done this i'm trying to figure out why nobody's mentioning all right waverly you've never slept this deep before right i feel like that should have been mentioned but of course they immediately think it has to be the clantons because hello who hates us and wants to kill us all well here we go and doc's like good thing that the homestead is basically as hard-headed as all of you because it was made out of really stubborn wood and it could withstand basically everything. But by the way, guys, none of the footprints around here are foreign footprints. And that's what Rachel's like, oh, what, you know what everybody's shoe size is? And, <laughs> yes, and he's like, yes. yes. <laughs> I love the look on her face when she's like, huh? Like, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, that's not weird. Oh, well, he's a tracker. He's got to know everybody's footprint. So I, I, he's I agree with you. He's got to be able to find them. I just love the face. Like, huh? Right, yeah. <laughs> it didn't make any sense to Rachel at all. And, of course, everyone's like, all right, Winona, you need Peacemaker now more than ever. Yeah, you can't go storming the Clantons without Peacemaker. No, I totally agree with that. Yes. But nobody knows where it is, or do they? We do end up finding out that, well, there's probably some weirdness going on, so we really need to get the Scooby gang back together for really real. Because Jeremy has taken over the BBD offices. Yay! And when Waverly and Nicole go to see Jeremy, that's when we start having some weird stuff happen with Nicole. Yes. Beyond what we've already kind of happened, because... Like, we've talked about it. Like, why is she acting so weird? Right. But now we start to see 
some serious weird <laughs> because she starts throwing up frog. Right. When she tries to tell them what deal she made with the clan. And so, of course, Jeremy's like, okay, well, we need to figure out what is happening to Nicole and how we can get rid of it. And I couldn't figure it out at first. Like, the, that's gross. The first time she threw up and she picked up and she looked, she's like, oh, my God, no. I didn't know what it was. I'm like, is it moths? What is right, that? Yeah. <laughs> like, were you able to tell right away? Not Like, I couldn't tell until there was a frog. Right, yeah. I couldn't tell what it was either. Okay, good. Because I, I was like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, again, at least... Because we've talked about this in other shows. It's like, okay, you're throwing up. I don't need the visual. At least we didn't get it like spewing from her mouth. Like I had a very vivid image of like Ron Weasley throwing up slugs. And that poor kid actually had to have slug in his mouth when he did it. So I'm so glad we did not have that because I'm like, uh oh, a frog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Not have to have, would not want to have a live frog in your mouth. No, 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 no. Thankfully, Jeremy is able to suss out a few methods to get rid of the heck, sort of. Yeah, none of them sound good. Yeah, they all sound pretty painful and they may result in death. And I love it. They're like, okay, well, what's the least deathy kind of option that we have? And I'm thinking, okay, great. It's something simple like a soup, but if they don't get everything just right, so I'd be screwed since I don't measure my my cooking out, (laughs) uh, your guts are going to turn to to snakes and you'll die. But hey, you'll stop throwing up frogs. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I love how it's like, well, let's be positive, kind of, sort of. It's still gross. But during this whole thing, Winona had to try to figure out what the heck is going on with Peacemaker. And somehow we have somebody who might know. Okay, that sounds great. Well, it's not just any somebody. No. No. It would have to be Eamon, wouldn't it? At none other than the glory hole, which (laughs) I, I will tell you. Okay, we've had a couple episodes to get used to this. Right. My husband did not. (laughs) (laughs) What? Where are they? So that was kind of hilarious. Yes. (laughs) Their little back and forth, Doc was not too happy about. No. I keep laughing because Wynona went in there to give Eamon crap more about Doc. And their semi-flirtatious kind of attitude. And then he's like flirting with Winona instead. And Doc's like, what? What is? No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, er, er, no, that sucks. But I love it because they were to the point. They're like, okay, you supposedly have this information about Peacemaker. You know, Peacemaker kills demons and revenants and everything else. So why do you actually want to help us? And I thought that was really interesting to ask because, well, why would he help? Right. I mean, he's sitting pretty right now. That doesn't seem to make sense. Well, as far as what I took, it was apparently whatever the Clantons are, they're just a little bit more powerful than the demons that are in town. So if he wants to expand, he needs to get rid of them Clantons. So the whole enemy of my enemy kind of thing? Exactly. But it's not even, that's like the enemy of me, my friend. (laughs) Well, you have to remember that he knows that Doc's a vampire. Mm-hmm. So if Winona is going to work with a vampire, then maybe she would 
be more open to forming another partnership with another demon. I wonder if they all know that she worked with the Revenants, too. Right. At one point, too. May have gotten around as well. But apparently there's something lost that needs to be found. And then those that find things will help you with Peacemaker. It's like, well, this isn't just squirrely, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Which I thought it was kind of funny because they end up having to go to a museum. Well, kind of. Not really much of a museum. (laughs) Well, for the Ghost River Triangle, it's something. Yeah. And, like, when they end up finding what was lost, which, spoiler alert, it was a painting, and they steal it, Winona gets captured. And it's like, oh my gosh, so you have Winona, like, disappearing after the lost painting is found. It's like, what? What is going on? Right. This is so weird, because she ends up, and it's like, I feel like I'm jumping around, but if I go all in order for one area, then things (laughs) are really going to get weirder. Like, she ends up with these nuns? It's like, wait a second, what is happening? This is like, how the heck are these nuns helping? But I feel like they should just be helping anyway. But I'm starting to wonder how nunly they are. Anybody new in purgatory, you cannot trust. No. They could be demons, all of them. Yes. Well, this weird painting that was called The Scorned Woman, the nun, Mother Superior, I'll call her, kind of squirted some holy water on it, and it changed. And I thought it was weird because they're like, we want this woman. That's who we're searching for. Right. Okay. Now, they want that woman, and she says something along the lines of, we'll give you Peacemaker, but... You have to find it yourself. It's like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Then here's your portrait. Go find her yourself. Right. <laughs> now, immediately, I'm like, the scorned woman, is this Eve? Because we don't know what happened to her right now. That's right. So yeah, I was really afraid. Yep. These Celtic sister sisters or whatever, sisters of the knot, whatever their name is, I'm not trusting them. No. <laughs> so at that point, Winona returns to the homestead without the gun, but she has the painting. Right. I feel like, okay, I'm guessing if you didn't leave the painting, they wouldn't have been able to, or if you left the painting, they'd been able to help find the woman. I don't know. I thought it was weird because they've seen it. So why is she bringing it with her? Insurance? Yeah. Yeah. Because she looked and she even later tells Doc that she could sense its presence, but it wouldn't come to her. Oh, yeah. Peacemaker. Yeah. <sighs> now, and it could have been bound to something and couldn't right. move, which is probably what's happening. But that, again, causes Winona all kinds of trouble, thinking that she's like, lost crazy. her identity now. And the last thing we need is her to be freaking Doubting out. herself, exactly. Yes, because when she gets back to the homestead with the painting in hand, she sees Nicole outside and she gets uh, some frog barf. <laughs> and she gets to find out kind of sort of what happened. And she's realizing that Nicole can't tell them exactly because every time they get close, again, frog barf. Yeah. So Nicole's also afraid that if she's able to tell them, exactly what she did with ma'am clanton then waverly won't want to marry her right and then it's like oh my heart is breaking don't do this yes 
because we've waited so long. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if Waverly would, would be really mad, like permanently mad, unless it had something to do with Eve inadvertently. Right. Which, I don't know. we got a long way to go before we get there. Yeah. Winona kind of fills in Nicole on the painting and what's going on. And she's like, no, I got to find out where the hell this place is. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's, was it Stephen Gulch? Yep. She's like, what? Gulch knew like, right where it's at. <laughs> I love that. And Nicole's like, well, that's what I call it. Because we had to rescue two guys who were climbing and they were naked. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, obviously, we have to find this woman, and Winona wants Peacemaker, and everything is crazy. But somehow, Doc is like, maybe we should just, like, not. It's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Abandoned ship? This is not a good thing. And maybe making peace with the Clantons is the best course of action. And this all came about because when they were at the museum, they seen a, I was going to say video, a movie of Wyatt. And he, he had said one thing and Doc's like, wait a second, that's not what happened. Right. That he shot first. Yeah. And so it makes me wonder, wait a second, was Wyatt the one who actually did it then? And this whole time he kind of blamed Doc. Right. Or not blamed him, but gave him the glory. Or so. just made it more that, yeah, Doc was the hired gun of the group. Mm -hmm. And just going to prove that, yeah, the Earps probably weren't any better than the Clantons back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he does say the only difference was they had a star, a tin star on their chest. Right. It's like, oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, Doc had that moment of reflection that maybe the past isn't all it was cracked up to be. Starting to wonder what's going to happen, like how things are changing. And if this has something to do with what Mam said somehow. And right. It's all kind of like, okay, how is it all clicking together? But if while they're having this discussion. Up, tear them up from the inside. Well, exactly. We're seeing things that definitely have the possibility of being able to do that. Yes, exactly. Not questioning. Winona questioning. We got Waverly and Nicole. Cole's pretty bent on Jeremy, just kind of ghosting her. Yeah, I noticed that. It's like, this is what you're fixating on. Right. And then she seemed to be mad that he wouldn't say where, oh, crap, what's his name? His boyfriend Robin. is. Robin. I don't know why I forget his name so much, but it's kind of worrisome. It's like, what, do you have to have everybody there for whatever this deal is to be complete? Makes you scratch your head. Yes, it but does. But while Doc and Winona are in the barn talking, and of course, all these thoughts are going through my head, Nicole goes inside, grabs the possible cure and dumps it like right. she's just walking all weird and instead of noticing that she grabs this hot pot with no oven mitts yeah jeremy and waverly are like no what are you doing oh my gosh let me try to get some of this and she just flips open the drawer and grabs knives and like walks out and nobody says anything right that seemed weird too because she comes into the barn and chucks a knife at winona's head but thankfully missed and apparently, she's going to keep doing it. Yeah. But she seemed like she was in such a daze. Yeah, she was. She had no idea what she was doing. And Winona and Doc basically grab her and snap her out of it. And like at that point, was it Doc, I think, realizes that Nicole was the one who set fire to the homestead? Yes. Because they found she had her, her clothes. clothes. Yeah. yeah. And they smell like gasoline. Well, this... It's not good. And I love it when Winona's like, Waverly, you need to go type girlfriend. <laughs> like, yeah. 
won't be the first time. It's like, oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> a little different. But apparently, Waverly doesn't want to hurt her, so she's not doing it tight enough. And she's like, I'm coming right out of these. You know what? Go get the handcuffs. And I love it. And Jeremy's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Waverly has a pair of pink fuzzy handcuffs. And somehow, Nicole talked Jeremy into letting her out of the ties that she was in. So she can go talk to Waverly. And uh, I guess something else is going to happen, which that all happened off screen. So we don't know what they talked about. No, we only got a look. <laughs> and Nicole Jeremy like, looks oh. at Jeremy. Right. And Jeremy just about melts. And you kind of go, what the hell? I'm like, has she got some powers going? Maybe. Yeah. I didn't know what was happening. No, it didn't make any sense for her to be mad at Jeremy at the beginning of the episode to being able just to give him a look that ends up getting Waverly handcuffed to the footboard of the bed and them going to shorties. Right. Now, you knew something happened because Jeremy had the book in his hand as he's like, I'm sorry, Waverly, because Nicole's handcuffing her, like you said, and they leave the homestead. But I feel like maybe they cut a little bit too much off of that scene. Could be. Like, give me a little something like, I don't know, even just saying, you know what we have to do. I don't know. Something. Right. Let's go back to the glory hole real quick. And uh, after Winona had disappeared, after they got the painting, of course, Doc goes to confront Eamon. Like, what did you set us up? What did you do? Yada, yada, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I am not trying to do that because I am not trying to have all out war happen in here. Right. And besides, I really do want to get rid of the Clantons. Speaking of which, keep your voice down because there's one in the bar. Holt is, in fact, in the bar and Doc goes to, I wouldn't say confront him, but they did go to talk. <laughs> they pulled I the mean, weapons you had first. some <laughs> weapons, yeah. But there was no exchange of fire. No. I mean. <laughs> yeah. They were comparing who was the fastest. <laughs> and interesting, and I think it was Holt saying we both have women in our lives that would rather see us like shoot first or something along those lines so that's why i think maybe we might have a reluctant ally right it's very possible that holt could switch sides and of course that that was another thing that kind of gave doc reason to pause a minute and think about everything Mm -hmm. it's like yeah this guy really doesn't want to fight us right it's just a town this isn't war especially women controlling us (laughs) right because of what happened at the junkyard because we see rachel sneaking around trying to find um, assuming billy yeah and she keeps calling him ignoring texts and calls from nicole and waverly and she's trying to see what's going on outside where inside we have ma'am basically being a just an ass to her own children yeah mother dearest (laughs) i mean shit talking to a whole nother level yep because she's like all this time i thought i'd have to decide which of my children gets my magical gifts and the the gifts of the clinton now i don't have to do that it's like wait what what do you found a way to stay alive forever or something (laughs) that's what i thought she was going with but she's like no no we're gonna celebrate and of course holt's like you know what i'm not drinking until i know what the plan is what am i celebrating right now i really don't think he'd be too broken up that he didn't get the power to basically like take your own people and enslave them right but that's when we find out that she's got something in place to destroy the herbs from within and great 
what does that mean? And like I said, we are questioning. So if you have answers, I'd love to know. Yes. <laughs> and while this is happening inside, Rachel's outside and she ends up finding Billy's phone by following the sound. But Billy isn't around, except is he around? Obviously, we can see him, but she can't. Right. We see Reaper Billy. Yes. And she gets that cold chill. I'm wondering... If somehow he's going to be able to break whatever, because even though the rock was meant for Winona, right, he was looking at Rachel, like maybe somehow when he was saying, no, I give up my one call or whatever for her. Right. I'm just throwing that out there. I know and, nothing. Yeah, it's possible that that's another one of the plantains that could end up on our side or at least doing something to stop ma'am. I don't mm-hmm. know if you can really say Holt and Billy are likely to join Winona's group, but I can see them stepping up and trying to stop their mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's kind of gone super crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows what's been going on in her head for a while. Exactly. Uh, I mentioned the BBD offices earlier, and Holt just didn't seem to care. He's like, yep, your office. Yep. Peace out. Cleo, not so much. No, she's just mad. And when she mentions to, to Holt, you need to, what, pick your place or whatever? And he's like, I have. And he kind of like shows off like he's got the badge. He's the sheriff. Like, screw you. Right. I am not trying to deal with this. I'm really like the more you start seeing it and kind of talk about it, the more I'm thinking he really wants nothing to do with Planton. No, I don't think so. I really don't. I think he's heard about it from his mother for 30, 40 years and he's sick of it. Mm -hmm. Starting to really wonder if this is going to be good or not, or if it's all a ruse. Right. Suck us in. (laughs) (laughs) That's possible too. Always, always gets us with something. Okay, gets me. Flashback! We get to see Nicole meeting with Ma'am Clinton, and we don't know exactly if this is the first time or if she had talked to her before, because she does say that she was low, and it's been a year. Right. It's been a year since they've been gone, and she's losing faith. And she's like, I don't know if I can do it. Please help me. Can you bring them back? And she's like, when you see Ma'am smile and that like kind of smirk and laugh, it's like, yeah. Yeah. This isn't this good. Isn't good. No. And she whispers in her ear, even this. And Nicole's like, yes, yes. That just freaked me out. Right. Because we've never seen Nicole like that. No. And that's what was rough. I don't know about you, but I'm like, oh, gut punch. Oh, absolutely. And I can so, see why she feels the way she does towards Jeremy because he ghosted her. I mean, that's the one person she could have talked to about what was going on. Can we come up with a plan to get him back? Anything. So she was by herself. Now, I mean, Jeremy does make perfect sense when she's like, you didn't call me. And he's like on the phone that was being monitored. Right. It's like, okay, yeah, they were spying on him because nobody knew exactly what was going on with the Ghost River Triangle. And the ones that did know didn't want anybody else to know. Right. So it's very strange, but I'm still hoping that maybe next episode we get a little bit of what was said. Right. Uh, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. (laughs) I already talked about the museum and how we got to see a little bit of the the movie, which I'm also starting to wonder. It's like, okay, Doc and Winona watched it. Nobody else was in there. Right. Did Clinton have something to do with that? Like, maybe that's not actually what was on the film. 
I wouldn't like put it past her. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past her. Starting to think things are really weird, especially because the whole Mean Girls references. And oh, yeah. maybe that wasn't really some random girls. Exactly. I mean, it just seems strange. You're just going to throw that in for nothing. Hmm. I talked about the weird nuns and their need to be cleansed of their self-loathing. And I love how they're like, we can help you with that. My note is like, no. No. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. I was a little upset the whole peacemaker thing. But again, could just be something to move the plot forward, making her doubt. But like you said, maybe it's like more almost being held captive. Right. So I guess we'll find out with that. But scorned woman, let's head over to that gulch. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, all right, well, we're going to find her. And I seriously kept thinking, oh, it's going to be Eve. But when the woman they're looking for just happens to be standing there, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Okay. This happened. This is too easy. And I should have known. Right. Because when she turns around, it's Rosita. What? Because what did we see like before this in the museum? A picture of Rosita and she yes. says something about if I had Peacemaker, I'd make her pay for trying to steal our baby. Right. And it's like we should have known oh, right there. Yep. But I'm so confused because I thought all the revenants were like gone. Didn't she? I thought she shot her. Am I just misremembering? I don't think so. I I really don't think that. Or did she let her go because she got the baby? Yeah, I think she let her go because of the baby. Okay. I couldn't remember. Right. It's like so much crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, we should have known that it wouldn't have just been thrown in there, right? Even though it was just a picture. That's why I think the whole Mean Girls thing is that's got to come back. Somehow, like that was some of the sisters or something. (laughs) Finally, we end up at Shorty's or Nedley's or something. It looks more like Shorty's at least. The bar formerly known as Shorty's. And Jeremy and Nicole are in there because they need help. And I loved it because Nicole's like, I'm really sorry I tried to kill you for a year. And Nedley's like, "Eh, you know what? I was eating people's couple pets. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, there was like puffball monsters all over. It's fine. But she's like, I need something, anything you want. Now, you knew the second he said anything, it's like, uh uh-oh. Yeah. Because he didn't question it. No. And holy crap, because Waverly ends up getting out of the handcuff, and she makes her way there. And as she walks in, she sees Nicole being drowned in a tub, Nedley wearing a bear on his head. Yeah. (laughs) Reciting a spell, and... I'm guessing they went the drown her in salted holy water route. Uh, I didn't understand the bear. I'm sure it's a thing. And of course, like Waverly is freaked out. And Jeremy's like, you've got to trust me. Yeah. People saying those words don't always work out for us. No. And yeah, you the, the look on Waverly's face just said it all. It, every emotion possible. Yes. Because Nicole, when they turned back, looked very much like she was dead. Yes. But I also noticed a weird wire. So I'm like, what is that for? Like, okay, maybe something's going to happen because yeah, obviously. Shocker back to life. Yeah. That's what I was like wondering. Because Nicole would obviously choose to kill herself rather than hurt anybody in their little Scooby gang. Right. And whatever can help break the hex, which I'm really not sure if this is going to break it. Yeah, I'm not either. 
Yeah, just throwing that out there. But trust me, Waverly, I don't know. I, I do not know. I mean, how do you feel about that scene? Nicole and Waverly are the heart of the show, so they will bring her back. Now, mm-hmm. will it be the same Nicole? I don't know. Once again, Emily's thrown us about 15 curveballs and <laughs> it's like, okay, which one do we go after? <laughs> I swear. There's it's a like lot Scooby. of different possibilities with this episode. Actually, it's like Scooby-Doo Kids where it's like, that was just a red herring. That, yes. <laughs> you know, there's so many things in here. Emily, you're killing me. Oh. Well, you know how I feel and Steve feels. Well, guess what? We got a little feedback from our friend Fred in the Netherlands. He's back. We knew you couldn't stay away. You love us. (laughs) Let's take a listen. Hello, Steve and John and all listeners to Defend Girl Zone. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Winona Earp Season 4, Episode 5. This was a much better episode. Not so hectic as the previous ones and a little more, let's say, adult. Okay, throwing up frogs is strange, but in a supernatural sense, it's okay. It's quite from a different order than, for instance, using a water pistol or a t-shirt throwing gun or doing a chili cooking contest to get yourself free from jail, things like that. More story, more character building, less nonsense. Of course, with a lot of funny and typical Winona Earp quotes, but that's okay. It became more a supernatural show again instead of a silly show. About that water gun, if they had explained it somehow, like for instance we put holy water in it and we have to spray that from a great distance because we cannot come too close to a creature, well, then water gun would have been a simple solution. But nothing of that all, or I missed it. Okay, I keep my hopes up for the next episode and for the second half of the season, somewhere in the future. Greetings, all the best, Fred from the Netherlands. Okay, Fred, not so hectic? Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. (laughs) Uh, No, I think it was just as hectic, but everything that was going on, at least you felt like you understood that there was a reason and yes i understand that the water gun and the t-shirt gun made absolutely no sense when they rescued nedley it didn't make any sense to us until it was naked nedley so so yeah it probably and more than likely they discussed that before doing it and it got cut and so that's why it didn't make as much sense when we saw it as it should have Kind of like the handcuffing Waverly in this one. It's like, so yeah, maybe just happened off screen. And yeah, I love how you're like, oh yeah, and you're throwing up frogs. Not a big deal. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's gross. But I guess that does make more sense. Now, I kind of thought we were going to go somewhere and we might still go somewhere else because Jeremy happened to mention the plagues of Egypt. So I was starting to think, oh my gosh, is she just bringing on the end of the world or something? Yeah. The character development is definitely building. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I get what you're saying, more supernatural now than just kind of the weird silly that we got. But I kind of feel like she mixes it. Emily is like just a pastry chef and she's mixing everything just delicately. And we'll find out what this crazy monstrosity will be at the end. 
Right. Um, All the comedy was mainly one-liners, and we got plenty of them, believe me. mm -hmm. I'm okay with that, but we're glad you have high hopes for the rest of the season. Whatever it may be. Yeah, that I'm hoping isn't going to be too, too long. But yeah, who knows, because of all the insanity going on in the real world. I guess we just have to wait and see. (sighs) Thank you, Fred, for your feedback. As always, we really appreciate it. And for everybody who is like, you know what? I totally agree or disagree. Why don't you send us your feedback to sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. We want to know how you feel, your thoughts, your comments. If you know what we're missing, please help us out. We want to know. And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about Winona Earp because it's awesome. And then you can see them act the way my husband did. Like, what? What is this? It's actually kind of funny when it happens. We, of course, hope you're enjoying the podcast. And oh, I know we're enjoying talking about it. As you can tell, I was super excited. And this one went a little longer than normal because, oh, my gosh. Um, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangalas. And I'm Steve. Why do you smell like burnt marshmallow cologne? Is it unisex? And until next time.